Welcome to Trail Manners, the podcast so dedicated to mountain trails and running that they broadcast out of a 78 Volkswagen bus in the mountains. Who does that? Eric and Joel are your hosts and will bring you the trail life as you may have not heard it before. You hear about everything from gear reviews, nutrition to keep you upright and moving forward, and they'll even bring guests into the bus for conversations that you won't hear anywhere else. It's time for some running adventures on a higher elevation. The old 78 Volkswagen bus is fired up and headed to the mountains. Here are your hosts for Trail Manners, proudly representing the 801 with their passion and love for the trails, Eric Manning and Joel Hatch. Welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode number 55. Today, we're going to be talking with Chelsea Hathaway, fresh off her Bear 100 third place finish for the women. So if this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. All right, welcome to the Trail Matters Podcast, episode 55, number 55 today. We're in Studio 78. Barely. Barely. Uh, we, uh, we decided to uh, try and meet our guest a little closer for her, right. which wasn't that close. But, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but I knew we weren't going to make it anywhere further south today. The bus has been a little finicky. Yes. It doesn't like to go uh, without sputtering. So after this show, we're going to take it in to uh, get a little work done, hopefully. Yep. Um, but we uh, we are, again, we're at the start area of the Wasatch 100. Right. Nestled right up against the mountains and just snugged right up near the bathrooms, too. Oh, so yeah. if we take a break, you'll know why. <laughs> <laughs> but we have an awesome guest today. Yep. Uh, we're super excited about this one. Um, we were surprised she accepted the invitation to jump in the bus. But uh, we have Chelsea Hathaway yeah. with us today. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. driving down because yeah. you live a little further south. Yep. Well, it's not too bad. It's not much of a problem. It's actually kind of nice to get away from the kids for the day. So <laughs> right on. <laughs> I'll take I'll take any opportunity. <laughs> so I mean, we're gonna we'll just kind of jump into some things here and just tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe how you got into trail running, but yeah. just you know, give our listeners a shot of who you are. Sure. Um. Yeah, you probably haven't really heard of me, which is great. I kind of like it that way. Oh, yeah. Fly um, low. <laughs> but I, I actually, it's funny. I, I decided when I was pretty young that I was going to be an ultra runner. I was probably like 15, and I went to Big Mountain to watch my aunt's um, boyfriend oh. run the Wasatch 100, and he he's done it quite a few times. Right. Um, and I just remember sitting there waiting for him to come in and seeing the runners coming through and thinking to myself, that's what I'm going to do one day. I'm huh. going to do that. And um, I mean, now what? 18 years later, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I finally ran 100 miles. But um, so that's sort of where it started. And that's actually when I started running. Um, but I didn't run a ton on on trails but I was an avid hiker okay. backpacker right so that's sort of where my love for the mountains started I spent almost all of my free time in high school in the mountains or in the desert backpacking rock climbing mountain climbing whatever I could do to to get out and um, it was a huge a huge lifesaver for me then when I was younger and um, but then with school and work and everything else that happened in my life I kind of had gotten away from it 
for a while, but I still ran by myself because honestly, I was terrified to run with another person. Wow. I was sure that I was going to be the slowest runner in the world. And then <laughs> right. I, would, I was like, they're going to hate it. I'm going to be huffing and puffing the whole time. Um, but I love to do it by myself. And um, when I was 29, I decided that I would go for a run with another person. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Big was, step. Yeah. I know. I know. You know, baby steps for <laughs> most people. Big step for me. And uh, she, they, she was training to do the Ogden Marathon, and she's like, hey, come run 18 miles. And I thought, sure, I can run 18 miles. I ran six last week, you know. <laughs> it's only three more times. <laughs> yeah. So I can do that. And I went and I ran with her, and I felt great until the last 5K maybe. Right. And, I, and she's like, you should do the Ogden Marathon. I'm like, it's in four weeks. And I was like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I like her already. Yeah. I know, right? So I was yeah, like, not. sure, I'll run the, uh, <laughs> the Ogden Marathon. She's our type of runner. <laughs> <laughs> and it was horrible. I mean, it was the worst experience well, yeah. of my entire life. <laughs> and I decided I hated marathons. Right. And I never wanted to run another marathon again, but that I would run a trail race that five months later, and I ran the Pony Express 50. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I figured if I slowed down, I think that was my problem with the marathon. I started too fast. I had right. an awesome first half, and I just, just blew got up. caught up in the moment. Yeah, I blew up. I spent ten minutes on the toilet. It was just bad. Right. I mean, I didn't have a horrible time, but it was miserable, and I didn't <laughs> have a horrible time. But it was miserable. <laughs> my time. I like wait a minute. My time. My time. My actual t- finishing time. There you go. Was okay. Not horrible. Right. Gotcha. But, but I, the experience. But was the experience was gotcha. really bad. And gotcha. and funny thing is, it rained. It rained the entire time. So from the get-go, I got used to running in well, the rain. Well, it's that interesting because we, we do talk to a lot of guests, and especially the ladies, and they usually don't like to run by themselves. Right. You know, for obvious reasons. And yeah. um, we have a couple Unless that are Lynn. Yeah, Jenna Lynn, but she <laughs> has a different mindset on yeah. that. But so it's interesting to say I didn't like to run with other people. No, yeah, I was terrified. And I love to spend time in the mountains alone, too. Right. I loved it. In fact, maybe that's why Jenna Lynn and I are good friends. We, sure. We share that commonality um yeah so i ran and then i was like i'm gonna run 100 and then i had a baby <laughs> another baby so i so that kind of sidelined me for it has that tendency a to little do that. bit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just a little and then i i got back um i got back up and i i was like you know what i don't really want to run on a road right if i can avoid it i don't like yeah. i you know it band issues yeah. there's a lot of other things that come with that so after maybe four or five months after the birth of my third child I decided to start running on the trails and I would come and I would go run grandeur or I would run olympus or I'd go do just little hills yeah Yeah. (laughs) little hills just little hills no biggie it's more my thing I'm a really good power hiker not that great of a runner but I have a long stride so that's where I can have a huge advantage right and um and I had met someone at Pony, Jen, Jen Richards. I don't know if you know her, but um, I had met her at Pony and she said, get on the Wrangler page. Right. And so I'd been sort of stalking it for a while. And I was like, one of these days I'm going to get the nerve <laughs> to go on one of these runs. And Jenna Lynn, in fact, posted posted a run up Superior and I climbed Superior when I was younger. And I'm like, oh, that's that's my kind of trail running right. <laughs> you That's know as, as much not running as possible right. <laughs> and so i i showed up and had a blast and we um hit it off right away and i think i got hooked ever since i spent that entire summer helping her run her all of the 
the uh, 11ers that she did, I was right. on almost all of those with her. I oh. en- ended up getting every single 11er <laughs> so last summer <laughs> um, myself and, you know, had a really, really fun summer. I uh, decided to do the Tushers 93K last year right? and uh, beat myself up. That was pretty tough. That's a tough course. Yeah. And I was just grateful I finished. And then, yeah, then I sort of took the winter off. And right as I was starting to get back into it, boom, I... I broke my Got foot into that oh. situation. So, and those that aren't familiar with where we're at or the the terrain or the territory, Olympus, Grandeur, these places Superior. she's talking about, Superior. There's there's some rugged peaks, man. Steep, steep, S- sustained steep. climbing. Yep, nonstop. Yeah. Just getting. I mean, it's not something you're necessarily going to just run up, right? I no. mean, it's, it's <laughs> most gonna, people will not run up those. Yeah. So I mean, there, there's some serious, hiking. serious climbing. So those yeah. are the things she's talking about. And then back to the Wrangler page she mentioned. That's the Wasatch Mountain Wranglers. Right. Big group on the Wasatch front. Yep. And and really all over the place now that people yeah. are joining on. But it's uh, you, but you brought up a nice word right there, and we'd love to hear that from our guests when you said you were stocking the page i was Cause <laughs> oh yeah because we do that all the time because that's what that's what we're all about yeah. so when yeah. we find a fellow stalker we just it, right right away we it's just kind of yeah it's uh, a kinship yeah, and we I relax feel the more connection. i yeah. feel it we relax a lot yeah. more like, okay now we're not I know. you know we can't. i mean i had to stalk her if, yeah, this right? morning yeah. i do i do my homework yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't even know if they really know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go back. I had to read all your blog posts from your personal blog and from, you know, Trail did, Ultra. Did that yeah. background check yeah. came back it did. It late came last back night. Good. Yeah. yeah. So we okay. got all, we got all the good stuff on you. So, good. I mean, we we're, we got some people. We know some people <laughs> that can get that. So, I mean, you kind of went through your, <clears throat> you're getting into it, your, you know, a little background of yourself mm-hmm. and you were kind of really getting ahead but i'm glad we stopped you when we did because we want to get here i mean we're here so those that aren't familiar and this is to me is super cool and there's many reasons so number one last week or or when she ran the bear 100 this year right first of all the bear 100 if you haven't heard i mean joel have been preaching it for a couple weeks now Mm -hmm. it was nasty nasty and and the nasty bear and she's going to give us some insight that we don't have on that but it was horrible horrible conditions they had to change the course it was out and back um, if you haven't seen pictures online, please go check them out because it's mud, it, it, mud, was, mud it was it was So, but Chelsea, the coolest thing, and I'm not I'm not kidding. She took uh, third place for female. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And not only that, her time was 26:35, 29th overall, which is so amazing. It's amazing the conditions and her first hundred. Yeah, which is even better, even <laughs> even more crazy. You know that goes along the lines of back half Barlow. That's just not fair. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> He got yeah, in all he, those races, and all of a sudden, she did the first 100, oh, 26 hours oh, on a really <laughs> nasty <laughs> course. You're not making any friends on this yeah, side I of the blame, bus right Yeah, I blame now. Tommy for that time right there. Do in you? fact, he wants me to give him podium credit. Uh-oh. <laughs> so here, that one's for you, Tommy. There you go. <laughs> give a little shout out. <laughs> a little shout but, out. But, uh, and the, one of the favorite things, me and Joel have talked about this, is uh, wh- how you found out. And this is, I mean, we'll get into that, too, in, in the thing. But she took, she took third. She didn't even know. Yeah. Right? And Matt Van Horn got the one of the coolest photos I've probably ever seen. Picture of the year. Picture of the year for me. Oh. It's like yeah. the kind you see on Time Magazine for these yeah. just epic events that happen yeah. right around the world. Just things that's like. Oh, you guys are too kind. No. <laughs> it no, was, it is. It's really that good. It was an iconic photo. <laughs> the and emotions so, come through yeah. immediately. Yeah. And that you was, don't have to like wade through them. They're like, it's right there. It's, it's raw. raw. You can see the, gen, the, the joy in, in your expression. It's something else. I love it. And that's the... the 
part of that too is just, and we all see it and we all do it, um, but in social media, there's so many staged photos, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, So right. it's like, what's real, what's filtered, you know, everything else. But you could just tell on that one, that was, mm-hmm. I mean, even when he posted, he's like, the moment she found out, she yeah. finished third female. Yeah. And just, you can't replicate your face you just no. can't, or your body language. I don't no. think I could replicate it <laughs> right? if I tried. So yeah. what we're trying to say is you should probably retire right now. I know. Yeah. Right? One and done, Go right? out on top. <laughs> so before you leave, just drop the mic and yeah, you're out. Exactly. Just don't, just don't break it. Let me put yeah. something soft down. <laughs> yeah. We don't want something else broken. No. <laughs> yeah. In the poor Studio 70. This poor thing. So let's get into the Bear 100. So okay. third female, 29th overall, 2635, your first 100 miler. But let's rewind to okay. January. Yeah. So yep. January, you were all in, right? You yep. were on the wait list for the Bear, but you knew you signed up for... Well, I had actually, I had put on the wait list for the Bear just in case I wasn't able to be ready for the Bryce 100. Okay, but right. I really, June. in June, and that was sort of my plan. I knew it was a beautiful race. I love right. those. I love... UA's races, the yep. scene, um, everything. Um, so I was really excited about doing that. And being on the bear wait list was sort of a, a backup, right. honestly. It wasn't my initial plan to well, begin with in January. Well, that makes us even more not happy with oh. you. Yeah. We'll get into that later. <laughs> so January rolls around. You're, you're heavy into training. And we, you know, Joel and we talk about doing the off-season training, yeah. some strength training and different things. And that's yep. what you were doing, That's right? what I was doing. I, I hadn't been running for a few months much at all I'd had a lot of other things going on and I was like okay January I'm going to hit it hard I'm going to start going to the gym I was um, taking a a weight training class three times a week Mm -hmm. I was starting to run again generally winter is when I run actually run because in the summer I play Um, so that's when I try to get my my speed work up again and trying to get you know my my heart working again and I was getting into it I was climbing pretty well started doing you know west grandeur repeats as everyone knows those are horrible <laughs> and in the a winter lot of, <laughs> a lot of vert and not right. a lot of time um, trying to strengthen myself for that and in fact i was going to run it'd been a particularly snowy day and i was going to run just church fork right um, up to grandeur which is less steep less vert um, but it was getting late and the weather wasn't perfect and my husband doesn't like me which I totally get. He doesn't like me running up in the mountains alone, especially at night. Right. In the winter. In the winter. <laughs> and I respect I respect that even though he's not concerned about my abilities. You just there's so many know. other factors. You yeah. just don't yeah. know what can happen. Yeah. And uh had planned on doing that and I had a few friends who were gonna try to join, but they had commitments and I was like, Okay, well if I'm not running, I'm gonna hit it hard tomorrow at the gym. Right. So I you know, I did a, a tempo run on the treadmill and I went to class and we were doing some reps and sets of things and I was doing one leg hops across a line. You know, right. You're just hopping back and forth and it was my last set and he said, 15 seconds to go and I was like, oh, I need to get five more of these and then I can move on and I can check off right. another set and literally my very last hop my ankle twisted and you could hear a pop oh. like loud pop and i was excruciating pain right and uh i walked out of there and thought you know what's going on i um i went to a chiropractor in fact jenalyn took me to a to her dad who's a chiropractor to get an x-ray and sure mm. enough there it was it was broken oh. 
Yep. So I put a boot on and everyone's like, oh, this won't be a big deal. This is a really common break. You right. should be able to. Well, who's everybody? You, oh, was, that friends. Like, was that yeah. like Google. a minute? Was that? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. WebMD. <laughs> Freaking Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like, oh, well, this is a Jones fracture. Or this right. is this. You know, everybody had, you know, because. I'd already spent, you know, insurance. I was like, do I really need to go into a doctor if I can just put it in a boot and be <laughs> right. fine? But I was really determined to heal. Sure. So I finally went into a specialist and he's like, there is no way that's going to heal if you walk on it. Yeah. Even with a boot. Right. Every time you take a step, your tendon is going to pull at the bone. Right. And it's not going to heal properly. So you need eight weeks non-weight bearing. Uh, wow. And I was like, what can yeah. I do? You don't, wait, you don't understand what I'm training for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, you don't understand. Well, and how, how important just physical activity in general is for me. Right. I don't have access to one of those nifty hand hand bikes or whatever to try oh, to you get see my in like heart. you see them like the PT clinics yeah yeah <laughs> I'm like how can I do this and I right. can't I couldn't do like an arc trainer no. or an elliptical or no. anything no pressure no weight at all um so I I spent eight weeks rowing yeah. with one leg that would suck just doing, rowing with just two rowing. legs sucks no rowing oh is gosh, the worst I actually does. did crew in college right oh. um and it was the hardest thing I ever did in my life up to maybe being a trail runner right um and it was miserable. I hated every second yeah. of it. But I, I can understand that. Anytime you work out at Joel's and you walk in on the dry erase board and you see Roe, that's <laughs> when I like half tempted to say, God, I don't want to get anybody sick. Yeah. I'm not feeling good. Hard pass today. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I can make <laughs> yeah. it. Turn right around before anybody sees you. So. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I tried to do to stay in shape. And so that was eight weeks. Eight weeks. Non-weight -be non bearing, mm -hmm. just yep. kind of doing that. Yep. And then you got excited because it's like eight weeks is coming up. It's coming up. I'd, I'd spent a ton of time. I'd volunteered at the Buffalo Run on one leg, you know, <laughs> doing whatever I could just to be out there sure. with yeah. other it's runners. Fun. Yeah, the environment's great. It is. Um, and he takes me out, puts me in shoes. So I put my nice sturdy Bushidos on, mm -hmm. and I'm like, these have a really good sturdy upper, a stiff sole, I should be good, and uh, ended up walking my daughter to school. I lived in Oakley, Utah, until oh. just recently. Right. And we lived on a dirt road, and I sort of twisted it funny on a, oh. on a pothole in the dirt road that I right. live on. Nice. And it just hurt like crazy, huh. and it was not getting better. It right. was every day it was more painful. I went in, and he says, I'm going to put a cast. You've got a couple <laughs> more weeks to go. <laughs> So that just crushed me. Well, yeah. So yeah. that's 10 weeks at that point. Yeah. Uh huh. So well, plus an additional week for the week I was trying to walk on it. Right. So we're almost three months and I couldn't even walk really. Yeah. So, so, so at that so point, you kind of had like to think. It's like end of March. Yeah. Basically. Uh huh. Yeah. I went to, I went to Barkley with Jenilyn and I had my trekking poles and I, that was my first hike. Right. Because I hiked up to Rat Jaw. Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome okay. back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just ease into that next time, Chelsea. Go. Goodness. I'm going to go. So I, I hiked up, and that was my first, that was my first hike back. Not making friends on this side of this <laughs> again. <laughs> well, there's an easy way to get there that is not yeah. the way the runners go, which is the way that the the... Um, observers go, oh, so the that's observers. the way I went. Gotcha. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't take I didn't take the route that they took okay. up Ratcha. Don't All right. worry. All right. <laughs> Just wanted to be clear on that. Yeah, no, because no. it sounded like yeah, my first first Ratcha. hike back was uh -uh. up Ratcha. No biggie. <laughs> I did a lap at Barley Barkley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just get back into yeah, it. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh. I uh -uh. am a power hiker. <laughs> <laughs> it is my strong. <laughs> yeah. See. <laughs> 
So you're get you're getting back into it, but I you know I just read you know Joel stocked the 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 web too, but you were talking about you were going through not just the physical struggles, yeah, yeah. Um, and you talk about being active, but you had those emotional slash and or mental yeah. struggles right. as well, right? Absolutely. And you say you were hiding them really well. I think so. I put on a pretty good public front, right? You know, I know how to come across, how to hide things but you know it was really hard for me especially seeing so many people that I love and that I'm normally up training with right you know doing these things and I can't do it and so um that was really hard um for me originally and then as the time continued to increase it seemed like an impossibility that I I really started to doubt that I would even be able to run again I was in so much pain I just didn't know if I would be able to run you start to question whether that's even a possibility. And that was, to me, a really depressing thought. Right. So, so you're, you're kind of putting on that brave face. And at the same time, you're like, okay, it's time to run again or it's time huh. to hike again. So what happens at that point? Because, I mean, you still have those thoughts, those feelings, that, that anxiety. Is it just something? Because, I mean, from, from your writing, you know, I, we know that background that you struggled with that. Is that something that just kind of, slowly washes away from you or is it just kind of like gone oh i think it's definitely was a slow process but i think there were moments that chipped away at it a little bit quicker right where i started to gain confidence there were definitely um, a couple runs in particular where i thought oh wow i can do this again and that was that was huge for me yeah big mental boost Mm -hmm. absolutely but i mean even coming up to the race i was still worried i have times where my foot just throbs for no reason, and I don't know why, and right. I start to question, and um, I've had marching anemia, which is a running-induced anemia that I've been battling with for years, and so I was worried I wasn't going to have the energy I needed. Right. So I really, there was a lot of things that I questioned about even being able to run a hundred miles at all. Right. So you get back in the training, and how's that looking for you at that point? Well, I was, I felt pretty good on my own. Well, I'd of course, go out on because, my own I mean, obviously yeah. you're comfortable doing that. That's like your wheelhouse, right? Yeah, that, absolutely. That's where you go, f- where your comfortable place is. Mm-hmm. And then I would go on group runs with, you know, maybe a few friends. Yeah. And I would spend the entire time just Worried. really close to catching them, but not quite. Yeah. And that actually was really hard for me. Just um, mentally? Mentally, because yeah. they'd be like, oh, we're just going to go on this easy, easy pace. We're going right. to head up here or there or whatever and i'm like okay i hope when you say easy pace you really mean easy pace and they're right. like yeah and then i'm i'm dying and they're you know talking and laughing group mentality and is yeah. they get together yeah. and all of a sudden it's like well and i you train, know and it was, right yeah, yeah. and it's train. totally not even intentional no not at all but for me mentally it was really difficult yeah and i was like okay i need to start doing more on my own right. and i kind of backed off running with people in general sure. Um, so what was your training looking like at that point? Because you like, only had like, what, four yeah, months was, maybe right It was the end of April. Okay. Right. So, so May, June, six, July, August. Five. Five-ish. Five months. Right. Until the race. Um, it wasn't, an, I, at that time, I s- didn't know I was going to get into bear. Right. I had a pretty good idea that I would, I would. I was low enough on the wait list that I had a pretty good idea, but I didn't know for sure. Right. So let's back up a little bit. So you, you get to the that 8 and 10 week mark where yeah. you're still now in weight bearing. Had you already written off Bryce at that point? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, there were there were little moments 
where people would say, hey, you could probably do Bryce oh. afterward. <laughs> yeah, like, right. You know, or even during, they're like, well, if, I mean, it's not going to be fast, but you can finish. Right. And there was, I was tempted. I volunteered at Bryce for, you know, I was at an aid station there for over 24 hours volunteering. And I ran like five miles on the course. Right. And I wanted, my foot just throbbed. Okay. And I was like, well, that was a really good choice yeah. that I didn't Because that's a hard to do Bryce. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hard course. It's technical. It's yeah, it's just unrelenting rolling yes. up and down, up and down. And it was down. a hot year. Yeah, that's right. It was record heat. Yeah, it was a bad. It was a bad year. So yeah. I was, I was grateful. Right. You know, I'm like, oh, good. I don't have to run in the heat. You <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know what I was asking for <laughs> at the time. <laughs> but yeah. No heat, so that should be good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fast I, forward. I was, I was running. You know, I had a couple friends that when I ran into individually with them, I felt fine. Right. I felt good about it, but. I think it's easier one-on-one running with people that are not going to run up. I, you know, it's just right for my confidence, it was nice to do that or to run alone. And so I did a lot of that. And um, in June, we moved down to little the mouth of Little Cottonwood Canyon. Is that so you didn't have the dirt road with potholes? Like, <laughs> it was the hey, we, I was we worried about that. Paved they moved. Street. It yeah. was it was a huge factor, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do roads very well, dirt or otherwise. So I was like, give me give me a trail to Red Pine instead. Or, oh, there you, you go. Know, Pfeiffer horn. I, yeah. I'll do that. Um, yeah. So I had greater access to trails, and I just started every day I ran on a trail and right. I couldn't do that in Oakley. I'd have to drive pretty far right. to get to decent trails yeah. for running. Um, and I did, I just ran when I found out bear was coming, I kind of freaked out and I thought, Oh no, I need to run. I've been playing a lot <laughs> right. again. You know, I like to climb. I yeah. want to, I went up and did, um, which most of the listeners probably don't know, but coal pit, which is a pretty That's steep. steep sucker. It's yeah. like, I want to say 5,000 feet of vert in two and a half miles. Right. Wow. I mean, it's pretty steep. It's and legit. It's legit. <laughs> and I felt really good. Uh-oh. And I got to the, you know, we got to North Thunder and I felt strong and I felt right. good. And that was a huge confidence booster yeah. for me. And then the next day I went and ran by myself, Fife, and I only had three hours. And I was like, well, I'll just see how far I can go. Pfeiffer Horn's another 11,000 foot peak in the right. Wasatch. And I did it. Nailed and it. I nailed it. Yeah. Right PR. On. Oh, PR'd it. I PR'd it. So it was the fastest <laughs> cool. I'd ever done it. And I'm like, okay. And that that for me was a huge, that was sort of the moment. That's a big boost, right? Yeah, that You're was You're like, the okay, moment. I can do this. Yep. Right? Yeah. As long as I can stay healthy, my foot doesn't hurt as too much. Yeah. Well, and downhill, I was slow. Or that was Just the kind of babying a little mm-hmm. bit, just being safe. Every stage. Was it I still mean, bugging you at that point? Uh, yes. It was a little, it was definitely. And especially after a long day. So even though it felt fine by the... You know, you hit a couple peaks and you're coming down and you have five miles down Bell's Canyon, right. which is a horrible, tr- rocky, miserable trail. Mm-hmm. And it was it wasn't very happy. I spent a good month and a half every run with poles. Right. Sort of as an extra support to case. take off, yeah. take off a little bit of the weight from that foot. OK. Um, and as soon as I saw that I was in bear, I was like, oh, no, I've got to run. Right. <laughs> and I called Kenzie and I'm like, I have to run. I don't know if I can do this. And she was in, she was running the bear at that point. And, and she's like, well, we're doing a long run. We're going up bear Canyon, going around down Farmington. You should come. And I was terrified to run 25 miles. A lot of, I mean, actual, you've got one climb and then the rest of the time you're running. And so doing that was a huge confidence boost, being able to, you know, do that well. And then, Every weekend, I would just get my 25-mile run in, and that was kind of my my training plan was run as much as I can during the week, take a 
you know, if I have two hard weeks, take a week where I take it super easy, try to heal, try to recover, and then get right. back at it again. Cause right so that's what I did. Right before the bear, you had two big back-to-back weeks, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you kind of got your last two real weeks of training block mm-hmm. pretty heavy. So yeah, and like I did 150 the, miles. Yeah, and like I did that. the Tusher's Marathon like a couple weeks <coughs> b- and King's Peak a couple. So I sort of had two two two-week sub-segments where right. I was able to get in a good amount of miles. No, my longest run was 30. I mean, I never ran more than 30 miles. Right. But I was able to get at least one really good solid run in, and I was running consistently through the week. Nice. So now now fast forward a little bit. So you've got all this, to, you know, kind of in your head, right? Yeah. You about the training and the injury and, oh, no, my first 100. And then just within days of the race, it's like, oh, we might do this. We might do this. We're changing this. I mean, did that play much account in your head or were oh. you so focused on these other things? Oh, I mean, no. How did that play That out? was huge. I mean, a week out, the weather looked perfect. Yeah. I mean, Thursday night, a little bit of rain, but right. the high was going to be like 62 uh-huh. at Bear Lake. Yep. You know, partly cloudy skies. I was like tacky, nice tacky trails. Yeah, you know? you'd get that perfect hero dirt, yep. you know, where it just grips mm-hmm. perfectly. You're not getting the dust. I right. was like, this is pretty much as good as it can get. Yeah. So as the weather reports got worse and worse. And, and of Phil course, Lowry yes, made it worse. Yeah, he Phil. Did. I was <laughs> such a drama queen. <laughs> I was going to say, if it weren't for those stupid posts yeah. on, on the Bear Facebook page uh-huh. about epic weather. And right. By the Sit way, 24 <laughs> hours of yeah. storm yep. from the beginning, right. you know. Which he was right. Yeah. He was right. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, I kept hoping, maybe not, you know. And then I had a friend who even said, well, you know, you could always do a double Zion traverse. I mean, you don't really, because for me, it was like, I didn't care about, I wasn't looking to race. Right. I wasn't looking to win. That wasn't my goal. My goal was to run 100 miles. Right. And so... You know, kind of jokingly putting that idea out there messed with me. Did it? Yeah, because I kept thinking, it is beautiful down there. <laughs> yeah. Why am I doing this? <laughs> Why am I? I mean, we were driving up there and a tornado. Yeah. I to- literally, we drove through a tornado in Weber County. Yeah, yep. that was right by Joel's house. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> so that like, happens all the time. Yeah, yeah I know, oh, right? In Utah. My backyard is such a disaster. Yeah, Joe's driving down the street on his cruiser bike with the basket, yeah. going to the store to get some tomatoes and store. tornado. Yeah. He's got the dog in the basket, yeah. Yeah. boom. Yeah, it's a stuffed dog. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a stuffed animal. We don't want to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's sort of what, you know, I was like, it messed with me a ton. I was like, yeah. I already feel like I have a lot of things stacked against me on this race. Right. Time, I hadn't had much time since my injury to prepare for for me mentally a hundred miles is a big deal um also i had been like i said i'd been feeling super weak you have all of those mm-hmm. those taper pains taper symptoms, that are right. totally real yeah you know and you go on a run and i i ran up farmington canyon trail and my legs my quad or not my quads my calves just were aching right like, why this isn't, I mean, all season I haven't felt this. And now, <laughs> now right before I'm a this. week out and I can't it's even It's like the run. phantom limb, right? Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> always, something's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. So it messed with me for sure. Well, for sure. And one of the things, I mean, we talked about this before we went on the air and it's a credit to you, but we, we talked to a lot of guests. I mean, we're in show 55. We've had a slew of runners from, you know, world-class athletes to, you know, people like me and Joel or whatever. So it's always nice to hear a story of somebody like yourself that, 
you know, has come through some adversity, you know, especially the first hundred, yeah. because so many people can relate to that. They can. Right. Yep. I mean, people out there that are listening, they can relate more to, like you talked about, you know, you're a stay at home mom, you know, you didn't get the training you wanted yep. in. I mean, who feels like they always get the training they want in? Yeah. You know, you, didn't, you don't have this maybe background to fall back on yep. at times. So this is, you know, this is part of the reason why this, this story is so compelling. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's, I think more people definitely feel the same way that I do mm-hmm. when it comes to these things. But you do, you hear about all the good things. You hear about people doing remarkable, yep. you know, feats and everything. Well, that's why you're here. Together. That's well, why you're here. I know <laughs> sure. you're, you're going to play it off like you did, right. but uh, that's why you're here. So, so let's get into the kay. bear. I mean, it's a hundred mile race. Yep. Um, you know, we don't need to have you go too detailed, no. like mile by mile, but no. give us some, give us some, you know, start line, kind of how it was playing out. Yeah. You know, the, the race itself. Well, the night before it was a downpour. Yep. And I remember thinking, great, let, this is how it's going to be at the start. And we get to the start and it wasn't a downpour, but it was raining consistent. Right. It was a consistent rain. And I basically sat in the car as long as I possibly could, mm-hmm. checked in at like 5.57. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. See you later. I'm here. I'm ready to run. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, the hard thing was preparing for it when all of a sudden these weather changes happened. Yeah. All of gear. a sudden you need 10 times more right. than you thought you needed. You need to have drop bags with a lot more gear, warm gear or warm clothing, right. gloves, hand warmers, mm-hmm. nutrition. You just have no idea. I literally brought every pair of shoes that I owned, not knowing yep. what I was going to be able to do. And and it was raining from yeah. the get-go. And we started, you know, and they're like, all right, go. You know, it's not like a <laughs> yeah, big... No, right. It's not like... <laughs> it's pretty it's anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. It's not you like know. there's a, a gunshot yeah. or nope. anything. Everybody it's like a sip of coffee and zipping up the jacket. All right, yep. go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty all much. Right, it's six o'clock. Go. go. You're looking around and you're like... So everyone starts running and, yeah. and you start running and you do. Um, I think something that was great but also really difficult is it started out at, it started out with rollers. They had to do an out and back on the BST, the Bonneville Shore Trail, right. to get the miles in for the out and back because they had to remove the really high elevation points of the race, which was looking at it now, the best decision that oh, they yeah. made. Right. I mean, it would have been. Dangerous. It, yeah, it would Dangerous. not have been safe for the runners right. to be or running. Or the volunteers to be up there for that long. Absolutely. And even to access some of those aid yeah. stations Crews and that and kind of weather else. crew, you just have, I mean, there were a lot of problems. So that was smart. But um, I'm not used to running consecutive mi- 13 consecutive miles with just running. Right. I'm used to being able to break it up with a climb. And that's the yep. great thing about bears. It's a climb and then down and then yeah. a climb and then down. There's not a lot of flat, flat just run for a running. while. True. So running 13 miles, kind my hips started to feel it from the get-go. Yeah. Um, the, the first climb, it felt awesome. I felt really good. I felt like I was, you know, going at an easy pace. Right. Um, People were passing me, and I was okay with that. Right. I was passing people. I was like, okay, I'm going to run my race. Yeah. At that point, I had thrown away any idea of a time. I mean, there was just no knowing right. on what the conditions were going to be like, what that was going to do, the new course. Yeah. So at that point, I just said, okay, well, I'm going to go run. a, am going to go spend a nice, long, <laughs> wet day in the mountains. Yep, so much. let's just do this. And, and I felt great until, you know, I, I came into Lethem which yeah. is where I saw my crew for the first time. They're like, how do you feel? I'm like, I feel awesome. Right on. So How was, was the trail up into that That was point? good. Um, was so the, good? the Bonneville Shore Trail was super muddy, yeah. lots of puddles. I mean, 
got wet from the get-go. Sure. From mile one. And you just, at that point, you're like, I'm just going to embrace this. I'm not going to try to run around too no. many puddles. There was just no. Just right through it. Yep. There yeah. was no reason to at that yeah. point. Um, the trail up Millsview Canyon was horrible. Right. Rocky, technical, steep. I was not looking forward to the return trip. I mean, you have rivers running down <laughs> oh, wow. the middle of the trail because the yeah. rain is so heavy. Right. Um, as you're going up, the snow starts to fall. As you're coming up over that pass, you're in snow. It, beautiful. I mean, I was just blown away. I think that helped me a lot mentally was right. how beautiful it was despite the really crummy conditions. And mm-hmm. then this beautiful single track you know, to descend down into that first Aid station oh, yeah. that you see oh, crew. Yeah, yeah, That thing is awesome. Yeah. It's Unreal. That's hard not and to go too fast. You are. Exactly right. Well, in fact, I think this was the biggest benefit to my race, personally, is it was so muddy oh. and slick, you had to force yourself to slow down. Oh, I yeah. couldn't run the way I would run it. Right. And I think even if I'd held myself back, I would have blown out my quads. Yeah, right. I would oh, yeah. have enjoyed oh, yeah. that beautiful that's trail. The, that's the best, especially down the bottom, you're going through all those rocks oh. real fast. Oh, man. So yeah. beautiful. So much fun. It yeah. is. And, I mean, the colors were unreal. Yep. And you'd go through the pine, and it was just, this is beautiful. Yeah. And I had to force, I forced myself, I had to. I had no other choice but to slow down right. or just I would have slid right off the trail. Yeah. Right. Because it was so muddy. So you hit Lethem. Um, so your crew crew was Pumped. awesome. Yeah, they were excited. They're like, here, they handed me an Egg McMuffin, and I oh my. filled up my water bottle, and I, I like yeah. took crew. off. Yeah. yeah. Down. So you're running down that road. How was that road? Was that, the road, the was road it? wasn't great um, for me. It felt, I mean, you're running down it, yeah. which I didn't realize. At the time, it didn't feel like <laughs> I was running down a road. On the return trip, it felt like I was definitely running uh, up a yeah, road. Exactly. Um, but... Uh, like at that point, I I had sort of gotten ahead of Kenzie on the climb. I'm a f- I'm generally a faster climber. Right. She's much faster on the downhill, so yeah. she had caught up with me at Lethem, and she left the aid station maybe a minute before I did. Right. And I saw her the whole time, right. just in front of me, and I was like, I could push and go catch up with yeah, her, but I, no need to. No, and I kept thinking I'll catch her on the uphill. I yeah, always exactly. catch her on the uphill, and then I hit my low point physically of the rate. I hit. I bonked. What mile about? That's mile like twenty three. Yeah. Okay, so early Horrible. into early, hundred mile, which terrified me. <laughs> was I that was egg like, oh no! <laughs> I think it might have been, but I had to eat it. Yeah, <laughs> you had me an egg McMuffin. I'm not gonna yeah. not eat the egg McMuffin. That's right. part of your constitution, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? You give me food. In fact, that's part of your personal clause. <laughs> there's a there's a picture of us at dinner the night before, and everyone's done, and I am the only one with a clean plate, <laughs> and it is clean. <laughs> I I I'm a good eater. So, <laughs> so of course I wasn't going to not eat it, but, sure. um, I was really terrified feeling so crappy right then that early on. Just general race. crappiness. What yeah. was going on? Just your stomach was, it no, your my stomach felt fine. I just sort of, I felt kind of like lightheaded. Lethargic yeah. Lethargic. It makes sense. Most of my runs were around 25, 26 oh, miles. Right. So it would make sense that right there, my body's going to tell me, okay, well you're done with your long run Yeah, now. it's time to go yeah. home. Yeah. Let's go get another Egg McMuffin. Yeah, yeah and I mean, three <laughs> miles after, I was feeling amazing. Yeah. So it was really discouraging. That's because you were hiking three miles after up the... I know. Right? The, yeah. 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 So you start hiking up Richard Hollow, and yeah. it was really muddy. Oh, yeah. It was really slick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to 
take it at my own pace. I was alone for a big part of it, caught up to someone who had, of course, just run Wasatch two weeks earlier. Like everybody, I swear, that I talked to <laughs> yeah. had run Wasatch two weeks earlier. So I'm like, well, I can't complain. And he gave me some licorice and basically stuck with me to the top of the climb. And we right. ran down into Cali together. And I How felt was coming down the Cali? Was that super muddy on that road? You know, the road wasn't too bad. It was pretty quick. Uh, there were sections, there'll be sections where it wasn't as gravelly or where the, right. the constitution of the, the dirt the, was did more Did you clay. really just say the constitution <laughs> of the dirt? Hey, you brought up constitution. I did, but... She, That's twice in I, one I show. I think she means the composition. Composition, thank you. Is what she meant to say. Sorry, I had to help you out no, on that one. No, thank you, it's been a long week. <laughs> Still recovery mode. I am, I am. My body's not quite where it needs to be for a while, I think. But, um, the composition the was... The composition yes. of the dirt, thank you, was you pretty go. bad. In right. certain spots, but for the most part, I felt like I could cruise down that. Yeah, that when nice you can go fast pace. down that road. Yep. Yeah, went into Cali. Just my hands were frozen at that point. I couldn't yeah. feel them. Was I, it raining or snowing up there in it Cali? It was raining. At, well, no, it was snowing at, at Cali. The top. Yeah, okay. at Cali. Um, but it had been raining most of the time. I had waterproof mittens that I'd put over my gloves. Yeah, just the thin Gore-Tex shell. Right. But it had been too. By the time I thought to put them on, because it was so warm at the start line, oh, my yeah. gloves were already yeah. soaked. Very wet. Yeah. So I didn't have clean gloves in my drop bag, but I had socks. So I put socks on my hands. That works with the, the like the Muppet hands. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't. I mean, it was just a running down. <laughs> whatever. You know what? Whatever I can see Jenna Lynn doing something like that. <laughs> yeah, the Muppet hands as she's running with with the puppet on. <laughs> yeah. It. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. They'd have to be Harry Potter. They puppets. would be Harry Potter ones <laughs> I'm too. I'm sure they had Harry Potter Muppet hands. I could have. She's got I the Harry Potter used. socks. Probably just slide them right on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I put hand warmers. I grabbed hand warmers right. and I did that really long descent into. Right hand, and I felt pretty good. How was that descent? Was it that was just long? Was uh, yeah, it's long, but was it gnarly muddy? It was super muddy. The top especially is really yeah. s slick, but I didn't fall, so good. I, t I again, I think, which helped me later on. You don't realize it at the time. You think, man, I'm losing so much time because right. I have to really hold myself back mm -hmm. and make it down this really super muddy, sloggy. The back to rain again. You'd drop down, and it would start raining again. Right. And um, that descent is really pretty. Was it pretty this year? It was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, the colors in there are outstanding. They are. They I'm red and orange. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing. The whole thing was actually really beautiful. Yeah. I was not at all disappointed, and it was beautiful with the snow. Yeah, right. I just hate totally to say you don't love element. running in it, but yeah. it was. It made the the scenery really mm -hmm. nice. So you get down the right hand. How are you feeling at that? I point? feel pretty good. Did you? I'm feeling so much better. I had gotten over whatever. Hump. Yeah. I had had earlier on, and I was feeling good and really excited to pick up my first pacer okay. and, and head out. And I had run that section from right hand. I'd run from right hand all the way to Franklin Basin. Okay. Now we don't run to Franklin Basin this time because right. of the out and back. But I felt better since at that point I knew you knew it was coming was, up. Yeah, right. What was coming up? You had a short into. climb after that, and you get on that service road, and you can haul. You can on haul. The yeah. And then you get into the single track again, yeah. and it was super, super muddy, which oh, yeah. just really frustrating because it's that perfect assisted grade right. where you could normally go, just and I go. was sliding all over the place. Yeah. So I, th I think everyone was. I don't know anyone who. But I th that was also the one section where the, the, the rain kind of stopped for a minute. Okay. I think over the entire time I was out there in the first 24 and a half hours, there was maybe 45 minutes where it was not raining. Wow. Not all together, but in little so pieces. Breaking up a little breaking bit. Breaking up, yeah, throughout the race. And that was one of them, and it was a beautiful. I was able to run a lot of that trail up, right. which I, I was pretty sure I was going to be 
having to hike, mm-hmm. especially with how I felt earlier, and I was running and feeling pretty good. Right. Now, were you having, like, when you were on the trail and all these different locations, even aid stations, was there a lot of chatter? Like, a lot of people, were you talking to different people? Was there much of that? You know, I think I was expecting there to be more, but for whatever reason, where I happened to be, there weren't a lot of, I didn't, I didn't pass a ton of people, and nobody mm-hmm. really passed me. Right. Just we, I just sort of was own. doing my thing, and um, a couple friends that I was able to talk to on the big climb up at the beginning and then the descend into right hand fork. Um, that, that was actually really helpful. A, a friend, Cody, who I had run with before was right there. And I said, we're almost done, aren't we down? Right. And he's like, Oh, we have at least two miles to go. Right. It, and just seemed a lot longer than it, I'm sure than it was. I'm just kind of wondering the so mindset, like when you run across people, cause some of it, so much you of it is mental. See, you could see on people's faces. I only saw people until the, until the turnaround. Yeah. You really don't, see people unless you're at the aid station with them and I kind of made a point to spend as little time as possible so my crew would pull me over we'd change my socks I kept my same shoes for 86 miles and they felt great so I just kept them uh, great considering they were sloggy they're wet sloggy (laughs) but you'd run through a river then or a puddle of ice water and it would clean it off nicely and you're good to go again so um uh but as coming back down out of Tony for the second half, I could not believe the looks on people's faces. Oh, really? It was, I mean, just devastating. Walking, walking dead, basically. Yeah. yeah, I just, they couldn't even look at you. They well, were coming just up to Tony's focus. no joke. That's a long haul. It is. It is. And then that, that thing is a muddy mess. It was, that was probably the slickest yep. section right out of Temple Fork. Yep. Um, going up and then the clay, <clears throat> yeah. the soil is so clay that it's sticking to you. and It's all snotty. It, it was really bad. I had poles on the way up. Right. I picked up poles at Temple. Right. Because uh, I knew I would probably want them for that climb and I'm really glad I did. Right. Um, to help me with that. On the way back down, I literally slid backwards and started to slide uh-huh. down the trail like I was on skis yeah it was so slick wow. i'm like oh great i'm coming into oncoming traffic yeah. <laughs> you know the up. one place you yeah, cross exactly. the road and <laughs> i had no control it should have taken like 30 seconds it was the like highway five patrol minutes later. guys down there catching people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was pretty bad it oh was pretty goodness. bad i i tried to make an effort myself to keep a smile on because yeah. it was crappy it was going to be yep. crappy you knew the weather was going to be bad you knew the trail mm-hmm. conditions were going to be bad there was no use in complaining about it you just Not sort really. of embrace well, it only makes it worse because it's something you can't control it's something that you really everybody's facing the exact same yep. thing yep. so throw all the other stuff out the window mm-hmm. it's just the one constant yep. it's the yeah. course yeah. that we that we talk about mm-hmm. so you hit you hit tony's yep. do you remember your like how long your time was uh, to get to you tony's know, I, like i said i really wasn't paying attention to time right. i was just i w- i knew i wanted to be quick i had to fully change at that point yeah. my goal coming into the nighttime hours i got there right before six at like 5 50 okay so you were hours. there in about 12 hours yeah, yeah. in about 12 11-ish. and it's about mile 52 and a half or nice. 53 at that point right. um so i got in i i ate my every aid station i just ate some my i had i had something hot to drink right or hot broth hot chocolate yeah um something to eat and i'd grab something to go this time i changed my top, I put tights on. I had been wearing shorts, and I'd been fine up to that point in shorts. Right. I had a great waterproof jacket I put over my vest yep. um, to keep my core dry. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd had a, a, a baseball hat to keep water from flying in my face and freezing my face. Um, at Tony, I put a beanie on, right. um, grabbed a extra puffy coat and um, warm clothes and food and grabbed something to go, and I took off. 
Wow. So. So you're just, you're cozy at that point, I'm, just to yeah, start. Yeah. And I mean, to, I, don't get me wrong. I was cold. I was cold pretty much all the time, but as right. long as I kept moving, I was okay. Sure. Stopping was the hardest thing. At aid stations. Because you'd start to, I'd start to shiver. shake and right. I'd start to get really cold. So for me, the goal was to just keep moving, spend as little time as possible. Now that I had a pacer with me, it right. made it easier. I could go in, they could grab me a sandwich if we right. needed and I could just keep going. So were you eating in between these stations? Yeah. What I was eating? I was eating nutter butters and right. chocolate covered pretzels. Wow. Right on. That's sort of how is I that what is we're, that normal? Is that, yeah I was going to say no. is that normal? I think uh, usually I can't do that much sweet. I would prefer right. like potato chips or um, occasionally I take gels like V-Fuel or Hammer right. gels. Um, sweet is generally hard for me. I think the cold temperature made it easy. I could pretty much eat whatever I wanted. Normally I eat, I bring with me on my long runs a, a Lynn Wilson frozen burrito and uh, <laughs> uh, Uncrustable. <laughs> uncrustable and, and then Lynn Swedish Wilson. fish. And that's generally what works for me so on my taking, long you're runs. You're taking your kid's food. Yeah, yeah. pretty <laughs> much, right? <laughs> pretty much. And it's great because then I've got, I, I eat, I fuel with real food. Yeah. I That's what right generally I prefer to do. I train that way. Yeah. Um, Nutter butters and yogurt covered pretzels no but they tasted really good you so will time, though, right? I, every time i saw my crew <laughs> yes every yeah. time i yeah. fill up my little baggie of yogurt pretzels nutter butters and chips ahoy and that chips is pretty ahoy. much what fueled me so did you take right like a end. little sippy cup of milk to wash <laughs> it down <laughs> <laughs> i know i needed to drink uh, luckily that was a nice thing is we didn't need as much water true so it made transitions a lot easier through aid stations and i ate aid station food every time quesadillas right. potatoes whatever they had uh, hot. I had a cup of hot soup or hot mm-hmm. chocolate at every aid station. Yeah. So good calories. Yeah. And with the cold weather, my stomach was good. And and I I took one gel at mile ninety four, and that was the only gel I had wow. the entire wow. time. Me and I think me and Joel actually have like some record from Kate for quesadillas at the bar. Mm. They're good. A couple, couple years ago, we we hit them pretty hard, oh. right? At the when we dropped Misty, he seems confused. Misty. Oh yeah, we did. See, I'll bring it back <laughs> to him. He knows. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's that aid station that was at Franklin. Yeah, um, the Ultra. Yeah, that's Ultra what Shoe Company was running. They that had thing. like they a, had like a taco nut, stand. Nut, yeah, they had a taco stand out there. They were oh, making man. like quesadillas. And they had yeah. so many quesadillas. Yeah, made. It was they crazy. were like, please eat more. We yeah. like, have too many. I mean, exactly. Like, Normally, too we stay away from that because we were there. We were there supporting. Yeah, we. I just barely got done pacing. Joel was picking up to yeah. pace, and they kept. I mean, they were just like, they no, we have way too many. I'm like, no, that's for the runners. No, we got plenty here. Yeah. Eat. <laughs> By the time we left, we were good ten pounds heavier. Oh, we at just, least. Well, could Joel call it a quesadilla hangover last yeah. year? And that's what well, we I've, I yeah. felt that way. I don't think I can eat a quesadilla for a while. I think right. that was a huge and and chicken noodle soup, nope. hard pass <laughs> for a while. <laughs> for a while, I think there were times when I was drinking it down. I'm like, can I just get the broth? I don't think I can handle the noodles the anymore. So, and you mentioned before your pay, how many pacers did you have? I had this? three. Three. And, so um, who were your pacers? So Aaron Williams paced okay. me from right hand to Tony, and right. then Matt Williams paced me from Tony to Lethem. Right. And then Matt Van Horn took me from Lethem okay. to the end. Nice. Yeah. So how was that group. climb out of Lethem back up? Was that horrible. Just terrible. Horrible. Because I I can totally vision myself running down that oh, thing. Yeah. Because it's so much fun. Yeah. But the thought of turning around and going back up that well, would be like the deal breaker for me. The no. hard thing about the new course is that the climbs were much longer. Right. I'm so you have more climbs at the in the old course but they're short yep. and you have respite because yep. it's like, oh, I, I just climb, climb for a mile descend. and a half and then descend and then yeah. climb and then descend. And this was relentless. Right. I mean, 
five, four or five miles of yeah. climbing at mile 85 was yeah, really Yeah, that's hard. no and, fun. And the worst part of the race for sure was coming from right for right hand fork to Leatham was by far oh, the yeah, hardest. Yeah. It was a complete blizzard. Yep. It oh. was a whiteout. Um, you had to grind up that hill. Yeah. that get, Getting up right hand was... Mm-hmm. The worst climb. I was silent. My pacer was just telling me stories. Like right. he was trying to think of anything he could to, to keep you going, to right? keep me Occupied. distracted yeah. Yeah. from the fact that I was still climbing yeah. up this. And it was so cold, and the snow was coming down. And he kept saying to me, "Okay, you're not going to spend any time at this aid station." Right. I, I wanted a heater, <laughs> <laughs> but I knew I knew he was right. Yeah. He was yeah. like, "You're not going to spend any time. You're going to grab something hot to drink." You're mm-hmm. going to eat something and you grab something and we're going to go. Right. And that's it. And uh, that was at Cali. By yep. far the coldest, mm-hmm. um, like I said, white out conditions. You couldn't see the, the trails of the runner in oh front of gosh, you. Oh my gosh, really? Jeez. Because it was so bad. So was it hard navigating at that yeah. point? Yeah, was the course markings and everything. Yeah, no, the course was marked well. And right there, the trail is... Um, the trail is wide enough. There's a sort of a double track from Cowley up to where a single track sign of comes off. But right. I kept sort of stopping and looking, and my pacer's like, I'm going to, I'll find it. Right. I mean, you could tell that there were footprints there, but they were covered. Like, you just didn't see. That's crazy. You didn't yeah. know what sh- brand of shoe they yeah. were wearing, yeah. but yeah. you had shoes you, on. You could <laughs> tell they were wearing shoes. You just, so that, I mean, it helped having some direction in that way, but it was hard because your light was hitting the snow. Right. You couldn't see the trail very well, and it's mud under the snow. It's not like hard Dirt. ground. Oh, right. It's mud and oh. ice frozen puddles and right. um, the ascent down after Cali, you go up. I didn't spend time. I um, maybe used the bathroom and then left. Right. And I wanted to stay, but I knew if I stopped, I wasn't going to move. And that's where a lot of people got stuck for hours right. at Cali. I could see that. So just kept moving, got stuck behind three cows coming down. I was staring at my feet, trying to see the trail in front of me, <laughs> Right. trying to just make it normally again, this is a trail you should be able to run down yeah. right? and you can't. Yeah. It's, um, so I'm staring and all of a sudden I see a black butt yeah. and I scream <laughs> and it's three cows right, right on the trail. Just walking all slow. Yeah. Where was where Taking was their time at? coming out from Cali down to Richards Hollow. Right. Okay, that yeah, yeah. that yep. descent down back into Richards Hollow. And that was my low point on the way up. Right. So I wasn't loving it. Like I knew, f- I didn't like that trail already. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> now you're wrangling cattle. So, and so yeah. I think, I think that may have been the only time during the race I cried. It's when we were stuck behind cows and my pacer, Matt, he, was hooting and hollering, trying to get him, get him off, off the trail. Yeah. And, you know, he'd come over to this side to push him off that way. And two miles at least, oh. I was stuck behind cows. Finally, there was a spot, and he kind of hopped over this log, crossed a creek. Right. He's like, we can come over. There's st-. And he kind of got him to stop. He got yeah. in front of him. He's like, come this way. He's like, why aren't you moving? And I just stared at this log <laughs> with four inches of snow on it and wondering how I was going to lift my leg over. That was like over. M- Mount Everest <laughs> at that point, right? <laughs> I'm standing, yes, yeah. I'm standing in a creek of frozen. <laughs> in water yeah um i can't feel my feet i can't feel my hands i can't feel my legs <laughs> and that was long and and craving miserable. a t-bone we finally yeah. yeah we finally got around <laughs> him and then you know maybe 10 minutes later we hear runners behind us <laughs> screaming doing the same thing i'm like oh they got stuck behind the cows <laughs> you're like suckers <laughs> we're out of here <laughs> we're done so yeah um, pretty bad, and then the climb from Richard. I again, quick stop yeah, at Richard. Yeah, Richard's because then you're hot. out on that yep. service road again. Yeah, and luckily it dropped down 
enough that it was maybe raining right there right. and there wasn't snow. Um, that hor- that was horrible. I was like, I swear this was uphill on the way. And <laughs> like I said earlier, it's on the, up at hill on the way back to Lethem. And I get into Lethem and Tommy, nobody's there. I think <clears throat> it, people had been coming in. And from what I heard, they were coming in and they were looking bad. Were they? Every single person coming into Lethem the second time just looked And what mile? Dead. So what mile was 86. that? 86. Um, so I get there and... Finally, I see Christiane, who was my crew. She was amazing. Um, she's like, come sit down. I have a chair for you. Right. I decided I need to change my shoes. I don't know if I can. And I put on a pair of shoes that I regret. But I changed my shoes. I got hand warmers. My next pacer showed up. And Tommy said, you know, female F2 and 3 just left. And you right. can catch them. And I kind of, for a second, thought, wow, that would be awesome. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, I was like, no, <laughs> that's not my goal. That isn't what I'm out here to do. I'm out here to run my race. Right. Um, But took off, felt good for maybe 100 yards. (laughs) (laughs) Right before you go off the turn. (laughs) Yeah. Right when it gets uphill and then it was probably the slowest, longest climb of my life. That thing's a grunt. That thing's several thousand feet of climbing. There was a ton of snow, trees blocking the trail. If you were little, I'm not, you know, people listening can't see. I'm six feet tall. I'm not like a little person. I can't just shimmy underneath right. these she's looking covers. at me as she's saying that <laughs> <laughs> i'm six feet no. tall yeah. <laughs> six feet tall it was hard um matt uh, matt van horn would try to sort of push some of the trees move right. them out of the way but at some point i was just charging through trees it's like what the heck? snow yeah just charging them yep and then the snow stopped on this it was still dark the snow stopped but the hit the top of the pass and the wind was oh. unbearable and the fog was thick oh. and i I knew I was, I mean, I knew I was going to, from the get-go, I said, there's nothing that's going to keep me from finishing this race right. except for a life-threatening yeah, yeah. ailment. Like, yep. if I'm, like, about to die, sure. you can pull me. Otherwise, you've got to keep me going. Yep. And it was cold, and that downhill was technical and steep, and my toes hurt, and I was wearing the wrong shoes at that point. Okay. I wanted my other shoes back that I can move in, and that was, I feel really bad for Matt Van Horn mm-hmm. because... That was rough. I mean, I right. was probably running as fast as he was slowly walking right. down that section of trail. And uh, I gave up any any hope of passing anybody at that point. But, you know, nobody passed me either. I right. didn't have a single person pass me from Lethem. So In fact, most of the time, I didn't have a lot of people pass me the second half. So you, you knew that F2 and F3 were ahead of you. Right. Yeah, and then I forgot pretty quick. Forgot. Okay, that's what I was going <laughs> right. to say because it's some. I mean, you got about fifteen miles from yep. that point to the f- yep. finish. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever remember passing anybody? I, I did, but as an afterthought, the last aid station when there's five miles left on the BST, five miles of hills that go up, right. which I was not expecting. Right. Um, there was a couple people standing at the aid station, and I think in my mind, I I assumed they were just. Like Volunteers, volunteers or and or it turned out that was they F3. were runners. That was F three, yeah. and I didn't stop. I was 80, 80 or thirty eight in and out, yeah. and I just ran through kept the going. at that point five miles. There yeah. was no reason for me to stop, yeah. right? So I kept going, and there you go. Didn't even like I said, it didn't really phase me until afterwards. I looked behind. I saw nobody was going to catch me. I could have maybe run faster there at the end. You always yeah. 
you know, oh, hindsight's yeah. Hindsight. always twenty twenty. Um, I could have, but I didn't feel great, and I knew I was going to finish. Right. And, and I was, was going to get my original goal time despite the weather. Right, which is crazy. So at that point, there was no reason for me to really push. I hit the pavement, and I was running down that hill and thinking I could maybe beat uh, 26 and a half. Right. And Matt's like, you're not going <laughs> to. <laughs> So, so at that enjoy point, this I looked down, yeah. I was going like 720 yeah. pace down that hill. And I was oh like, okay, gosh. this hurts, so I'm going to yeah. slow down now. Yeah. And so I took it easy. To, I mean, easy. It was not easy. Every right. step was hard, but it was an easy pace for for a lot of people. And I ran into the finish. And When did when did that hit you? When did you finishing your first 100, knowing what that 100 miles was like, when did it, did it start to hit you on the road downhill before that, after well, that? Well, you know, Matt Van Horn kept, there was like a, there was like a 5K going on on the Bonneville <laughs> Shore Trail. <laughs> and there's all these fresh looking people running right. down the hills that I'm trying to hike up. Yep. Like, and I look pretty bad. I mean, yeah. I'm hiking up these things pretty, I mean, I feel like I'm moving, but it's slow. Right. You're all cattywampus. Yep. Like, yeah. But I look like a homeless person. Sure. I have a jacket tied around my yeah. waist <laughs> and like this old beanie and I mean. Just dirty. Yeah. Covered in mud from yeah. head to toe. <laughs> and he kept saying this. This girl here, she's at mile 96. She's running yeah. 100 miles. Yeah, you guys don't know. She's running yeah, She's exactly. running 100 miles. Like, he kept saying that to people, and part of me wanted to be like, stop saying that. Stop it, Matt. Stop it. But at the same time, I think that's sort of when it clicked. I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish this thing. I'm yeah. going to run 100 miles. And, and that's that's awesome. ultimately what I did. I, yeah. I, I crossed the finish line. I pretty much fell into a chair that yeah. they had pulled that my crew had pulled over to me and and one of the people working there said oh you're 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 f3 that was f3 and i kind <laughs> of wasn't paint i kind of like, was what do you mean confused. i was like no he's wrong like i thought I, I literally thought no he's wrong there were right. two there were three women in front of me right. i mean one who finished like hours and hours <laughs> and hours casey. earlier <laughs> casey was just i mean she yeah. killed it she could have maybe won the race you know but right. um I was like, no, no, that's not like I didn't. They're like, no, you, you just finished F3 that's and I awesome. just lost it. I yeah. mean, not, I, and it wasn't so much about finishing F3, but right there, it just hit me. Just I had finished and I hit. Yeah. It was cathartic, right? Yeah. You got that year buildup of just setbacks and anxiety yeah. and depression, not being on the run all of a sudden in the most horrendous weather. Yeah. You're F3. I was F3. That's and it was over. It was and over. finished your hundred. Not. I Time. I, I know, and it was like it was it was unreal to me. Like the whole thing was sort of like a dream. Surreal at that point, right? It's like yeah. now what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like th- I, now what? Now I'm gonna sit down and relax. No, I mean <laughs> going to have I've egg McMuffin. Recover. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't walk very well. It's funny. You, it's funny. You, you're you cross you cross the finish line of a hundred miles, and you're running. I mean, right. I was running at the end, and at that moment, I literally couldn't take a step. It right. was like my mind had told my body, "You're done now." Right. Well, it's like you you're did, done. You, we set out for a hundred. You did a hundred. Now we're done. We're, yeah, done. we're done. Now <laughs> you can't walk to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Help, please. Where's so, the jazzy? <laughs> yeah. So it just hit me. It was unreal. It was unreal. So That's we. Uh, um, so early, just during the show, we went ahead and did a little Instagram video. Right. As oh. the show has been going on, and we've got a comment here, and this is kind of live, right? So I guess yeah. Back half Barlow commented. 
Oh, on of course this. he did. And he says, I hope you ask Chelsea about her lame, lame plan to the Zion Traverse <laughs> instead of the bear. So no, we yeah, kind of covered that. Covered I did. That. So that's that's pretty her lame, plan. Her lame plan. <laughs> we so did, Tommy. We got that. We got that, I, I brought it up, too. You didn't yeah. even have to ask. We didn't I, have to prod you to get that one. No, I told you. That's straight awesome. up. And then we got to people saying, oh, did, I can't wait to hear it. No. Yeah. So people that's are awesome. ready. excited. So, yeah, well, I mean, with the race, I mean, now you've, you've done through the recovery. Yep. You went into the race, and I think you mentioned a little bit your time goal. And I read your thing before you had like an A, B, and C goal. Yep. They were kind of out the window because of the race. Out the window. But what was your, like, My A, a goal was sub 27. Okay. Right. That was my A goal. And I had a lot of people tell me, you could do sub 26. I've run with you. And right. I just sort of was like, ha, ha. You're funny. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I've never run. You know, I had run a 93K. That was my longest run. And but it that was, was a hard slow. 93K. Yeah, that's, that's different. That's tushy. Yeah, I barely finished that. Right. <laughs> but you finished, and a lot of people finish. don't finish that's that true. one. Right. <laughs> that's true. And I I mean, I'd had a strong, I had felt really strong at the end of my season. I'd felt right. good. But I, and then my, my, my B goal was sub 30. Right. And my C goal was just to finish. finish. So you hit all three, really. Yeah. I did. So it's not just like your A goal. No, so I did. with that race, I mean, since we don't know you real well, for you, obviously it was physical, but do you think just with that mentally tough? I think you know? it was much more mentally tough than physically tough. And yes, I was tired, right. but the running was never the hard part right. of yeah. the race. It was the just running was your, never hard. Keeping your head and mind straight. Yep. Yeah. I think, like you said, smiling a lot probably smiling. helped. It did. It did. And having. Have, I mean, my pacers saved me for sure. Right Having on. someone right there. Yep. I, I feel like there were, at the end, I, you know, like I said, poor Matt Van Horn had it the worst. Right. But I, I'd like to think it didn't take much motivation to keep me moving. Yeah. But to have them just there talking to me was huge. Yeah. On just, I mean, because it was crappy. I mean, but the fact that they were out there, they could have been, eh, you know, this is really, really bad. I don't know if I feel comfortable pacing you in there. Right. But to have someone pace me 34 miles in freezing cold yeah. snowstorm and doing it happily was huge for me. Yeah, yeah. and we talk about it all the time, but it's kind of the community, it is. right? Absolutely. I mean, it's your friends, but I mean, it's the stories. I mean, there's other people with pacers, just kind of the community. Yeah, well, and, and just seeing the other runners on the trail. Yeah, that I mean, and props to like coming back after you leave Tony and coming back down and you see how many people still have so far to go. Right. Props to them for keep moving because yeah. I I don't know if at that point I would have had the the wherewithal the Yeah, to keep going. To keep going through the I mean the conditions just got worse. Right. Um, not better. So I was really impressed with everybody there and um, to see the grit and the yeah. determination of people to finish a race that you could have DNF'd and felt pretty good oh about. Oh, yeah, for oh yeah. sure. I mean, you have nothing, the people that didn't finish, you have nothing to shake, no. you know, lower your head about. No, Absolutely. I mean, that's the not your that typical started, race. Yeah. yeah. The fact yeah. that so many people started knowing what was in store was incredible to me. And right. It was a really good bonding experience with those runners. Mm -hmm. I um, wrote up last night a little something about a little race report of my own and um, and I mentioned in it, I was that unless you were there over those hundred miles, you just can't know. And yeah. I know every hundred milers that way, but with right. those types of conditions, like it's people can say, rare. oh, it was bad. It was rough. But you hear people who have run, I mean, how many hundred miles has Phil Lowry done? I don't know. A couple. A one, couple one or two. One or two. <laughs> and said it was, you know, the worst conditions yeah. he'd yeah. ever seen. And right. same with Kendall Wimmer and mm -hmm. other local people who have a lot of experience. It was worse than the rain bear. I, oh, yeah. I heard. Yeah. Like yeah. Worse than the rain bear, worse than the snow, the polar bear. Yeah. They the had polar bear was like 2006, 2006. and yeah. I was there for that and it was okay. It the rain started bear was out worse. Bad. Yeah. The rain bear was bad if depending, but you still got like 
eight, 18 hours of great weather. Yeah, you did. The first the first day was, oh my God, the first day was so hot. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, the skies opened up. This just started out cold, cold and wet cold the and whole time. stayed that yeah. way. Yeah. I was grateful. I don't know if it was the socks I used or what, but I oh. didn't have a wrinkle on my foot. So tell us what my socks feet. you were wearing. Yeah, right. I was using the CEP, yeah. the... Compression short type. compression, short ones. The okay. ankle ones, they just go up, but they're a tight wool sock. All right. And I think having it tight against my skin helped, helped. a ton. Oh, yeah. um, I wore one other pair. I had what three of those. What shoes did you wear for I the first I was wearing my Pearl Azumis, my For the first 85 for miles? For the first 85 miles, I was wearing um, the N- N2V3s. Oh, gotcha. the brand, brand new ones. Yeah. yeah. Those I are... Think, yeah, I liked them. My wider toe box. Yep. Yeah. I mean, at that point... The, they're the worst for slick, slick stuff yeah. generally, but the mud was so thick it didn't matter what didn't shoe matter. you had. Right. So I figured I'd run one that I was at least comfortable in. Yeah. yeah. And I love them. So those I are, ran right them. Those are slowly and becoming then, my favorite shoe of all time. And then I put crossovers on for the last, La Sportiva crossovers, but they were too stiff and right. they're a fairly narrow shoe. Yeah. I had a pair of Lone Peak, um, Lone Peak Neo. Oh, Neil Shell. Yeah. Like high rise shoes, right. but I'd never run in them before. I hadn't really adjusted them and I didn't even think about them. But That's probably a good idea. I think that would have those, been. Those a look like shoe. a basketball shoe, don't they? They're the hiking yeah. boots. Are those the high tops? Boot. Yeah. High tops. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. If not using them and stuff, I think that's smart to stay away from yeah. them or exactly. something like so that. So I stayed away, but I think it would have been better for me than the than my crossovers right. just because my feet were so swollen at that Kay. point. And well, you look great now. Oh, yeah. thanks. Well, well it's, I mean, I comp- it's a mirage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting on a show. You are. You <laughs> it still are hurts to walk. I'm sure. <laughs> you're walking well. Now I'm yeah. walking. Physically, mentally, you look, look like you're doing pretty good. What's next? Yep. Um, We're putting you on the spot. I know. I know. I'm, I may or may not do something short um, or 50K or something in like, November. Like the Antelope like Island Like the Antelope race. Island. Right. Or a, that's a must-do race. It's beautiful. I, I mean, yeah. I hear so many things that it's beautiful. It would be good to just sort of keep me up. I want to play. Yeah. I want to spend the rest of the fall and get, you know, hopefully a little bit of the snow is melty and we can, you know, have decent fall peak bagging. Right. Because I didn't get to play as much as I wanted yeah. to this summer. So what about next year, though? Anything on the radar for next um, year? You know, I'm sure I'll do another 100. Yeah. I'm saying that now, so I'm Go committing. back and do Bryce. Uh, maybe Bryce. I yeah. think that would be a huge one. Um, of course, I've had few people say, "Well, now you have to do bear. Like you have to do the you actual do the bear, bear yeah. like course, a good good a year, good right?" Year. Uh, it's hard. I feel like pressure now. I mean, I didn't Ooh. go out yeah, there don't to feel do. The pressure. Yeah. I don't want. I know. Yeah. I want, and that's the thing. And I, I, I just got to keep doing. You take what the day gives you, right? And even the best runners have bad days. I mean, yep. I beat, I beat Jason Schlarb to right hand fork. Yeah. So. You know, right even the best runners have bad days. Yeah. Um, but I just, I just want to go out and see what I can do. Yeah. And Make and that's sure why maybe the Zion Traverse, maybe doing a double, or even just a single and doing that fifty miles, doing some adventure runs, sounds like a really great way to. Yeah. To spend. Have you done the Zion Traverse before? I haven't. Okay, it's a must do. Yeah. So make sure. Yeah, keep it fun though, That's because you see a lot of people that get caught up in it or feel the yeah. pressure or expectations, and that's when you kind of. I'm lose not very the competitive. I've, like I said, I've never really been like a fast, fast runner, but I can suffer, right? And I can keep moving forward, and that was, I think, that was ultimately what led to my success at the Bear was that I just didn't stop. It's unbelievable how many people I just passed at aid stations. Right. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't because I was a faster runner. It's because I used my time wisely and yeah. just kept moving yeah so i can do that i can keep moving that's all you got to do going forward yeah so 
Yeah. Well, yeah, we, you know, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah. Sometimes it gets, gets a little anxious when we <laughs> reach out to somebody that we really don't know, to be no. honest with you. Yeah. And then we're like, yeah, we, we do this thing in a, in a van, <laughs> right? you know, and we, you know, so people get gun shy. So thank you for yeah. making the drive down. Yep. Thank you. She stood up. Yeah. And your story, is a, it, the story, story itself is thank amazing. You. And that's, you know, thank why. You. We, Even your backstory is good too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause we do, we ask people, how'd you get into running? And right. it's not, how'd you get into ultra running? And so to hear no. people, I, I knew ultras at a young age. I didn't right. know ultras until I was in my thirties. Yeah. You know, I didn't know anything about them. I never heard of them. Yeah. Right? Well, I knew I. I ran in a 5K once, and I was the last person to cross the finish line, and I knew that that wasn't for me. That's one more 5K than I've ever run. (laughs) They're horrible. I do not recommend. (laughs) Don't recommend them. They they call them races too much. Keeps me out of it. That's true. (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us. Thank Uh, you. We really appreciate it. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, you you. Be super proud. Such a role model for your family, your friends. Your kids are going to just soak this up yeah. even as I get older and understand I hope so. it more. Three little girls. I want them to know they can do whatever That's they awesome. put their mind to. That's right. That's awesome. So yeah, congratulations. Thanks, Thanks for joining us. Good luck in the future. Thank you very and, much. And uh, when you do one of these other fun, crazy runs or, or you know another race, we'll get you back on. Awesome. Sure. Awesome. Right. Thanks, Thanks for Chelsea. having me. Uh-huh. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners Podcast. We'd like to thank Chelsea Hathaway for taking the time to join us in Studio 78 today. We'd also like to encourage everybody to head on over to our website at trailmanners.com. We still are doing some pre-orders for some sweet Trail Manners hoodies as well as some of those Boko Gear pom-pom beanies. Don't miss out. The weather's changing. Keep nice and cozy. We also want to encourage you to head on over, contact us. Let us know what you want to see, who you want to hear, or if you would like to be on our show. So until next time, this is Eric Manning with Joel Hatch reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it.